and pleased to be joined with Superintendent of Education uh, of the Roanoke City Schools, Mr. Chuck Markham, here this afternoon. Uh, Chuck, we began a couple of weeks ago where you were almost going to make it into spring break, and uh, you had to shut the schools down a couple of days early. Now you don't even make it back out of spring break, and uh, the state orders all public schools to be closed through the end of the year. How has this affected you in the past couple of weeks? Well, it's, it's just uncharted waters for all of us. You know, we don't have a playbook. I've been doing this 16 years. Nothing nothing along the lines of what we're dealing with now that we ever dealt with. And, you know, and I've had a lot of people ask me going into before the schools were closed, are we going to open? Are we going to do this? And really, this is coming from above my pay grade. We've been, we've been leaning on the Alabama Department of Public Health and Superintendent Eric Mackey, our state superintendent, of course, Governor Ivey, and they've been giving directives and guidance, and we've just been following that. There's no way at any point during this process that I was going to go contrary to what those folks were advising because they've got a lot of people surrounding them that had a lot more information and expertise than I do dealing with this. This was not a situation where we were just trying to decide if we were going to close school because there was a possibility of a snowstorm or something. We're talking about life and death. So that was my philosophy doing it all I, through through the whole process and I was just going to listen to those people and listen to what they were telling us and take their guidance and to do our best to conform to it and that's what we're trying to do as a system and what actually we're trying to do as a family. Well before before spring break you had the plan to send lesson plans home and the technology to send home with them and now you've had to come back and regroup for the remainder of the school year. How is the Roanoke City Schools ahead of any other schools when it comes to the uh, technology part of home-based learning? Well, we're very blessed, Adam, in that compared to most systems around the state, that uh, we uh, we have a, a, a lot better infrastructure than a lot of systems are. And some of that being from the fact that we're smaller systems. I'm not being critical of other systems at all. But the, uh, as far as technology, we've been one-to-one and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds in the education language, but one-to-one -one meaning each one of our kids have a device that they can use. And uh, we've been that way at the high school uh, now for 10 years. And, uh, and, and then at the middle school and night in low as well. But at the high school, our kids have been taking those uh, devices home with them for 10 years. And at our elementary and the middle school, they had devices. They just did not take them home. So what we did before spring break, we allowed the students to take those devices home and we gave up two weeks of lesson to get us uh, through that period we were supposed to get to come back on April the 6th. Well, and, and of course now we found out we're not going to be back for the remainder of the year, so we just extended that. And uh, it really put, it, it, it's not ideal because by far the best uh, education is that teacher in the classroom with the kid. We know that. But uh, when you can't do that and that's not a possibility, then you have to make the best to play the, the hand you've been dealt and play the best you can with it and that's what we're doing now so i have been so pleased with our teachers and our administrators that they've taken this and they've run with it and uh adam what we decided that we and i, I read this quote uh, from a guy named dr brad johnson and i told our people this was going to be the quote that was going to carry us through the remainder of the year and the quote and i hope i can get it right because i'm not looking at it i'm actually walking in my neighborhood as i talk to you so if i sound out of breath that's what i'm doing but my, the quote is, relationships before rigor, grace before grades, patience before program, and love before lessons. 
And, and what, what we mean by that is the most important thing I think we can do now as a school is to make sure we try to do our best to maintain relationships with our students. And then that, that's what we're trying to do through this. You'll see, if you look on social media, you'll see our teachers connecting with our kids through their Chromebooks and uh, those devices. And, 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 and in the process, we're going to be doing instruction as well. And the kids will be getting graded on the work that they're doing. But that's not the point of it. We're not going to overburden our kids by introducing new concepts. Uh, we're going to do enrichment activities. If they are standards that we have not covered, then we will cover those. But our main thing is we want to establish relationships, let our kids know that we care about them and that we're here for them. And, and one way we're doing that is we're feeding our kids breakfast and lunch each day. Uh, today, our elementary staff went through the neighborhoods and had a parade of cars and waved at the kids as they're waiting out on the on sidewalks and the yards looking at them. So the main thing is those relationships. So this is as scary as this is for you and I, think about it from a kid's standpoint. And uh, so we're really trying to look out for our kids' best interests, and that's our goal. And I know you've been faced with this question. Uh, I, I've seen several posts on uh, social media. You know, you uh, – well, first of all, let's back up. Uh, all of a sudden, spring sports got canceled. And that yeah. was the very first thing in this. And, and what, what is your message to those seniors who their baseball or softball or track has been interrupted and postponed for that? How, how have the coaches and you been able to deal with, it, with the young men and women that participate in those sports? Well, it's been very difficult for our coaches because, you know, you work so hard and, and to, get, to get ready to compete in your sports. And our baseball team was playing real well. At that point in the season, our girls' softball team was having a good year under Coach White and was getting ready to get track started and all that. And you just hate it for all the kids, but especially those seniors, because the other kids will have an opportunity to come back and play next year. But for the class of 2020, there will not be another chance. And that, that is just so uh, disheartening. I, get, I just think about it from an athlete, athletic standpoint and for, being a former athlete, to have that taken away from you is a uh, it's very difficult, and you, you don't understand it. You don't understand why, but you got to believe that there is a reason. That's what fate's all about. But but, but the, the answer is it's just difficult, and there's there's not once again there's not a playbook. What do you tell a kid? Because this is just this is we've never been through this before. Exactly, and this and this playbook is not only for Roanoke or Randolph County. This is this is the nation, you know, yeah. the nation under fire, as, as President Trump says, we're at war, and we're at war with an inv inv uh, invisible uh, monster here. And but Chuck, we talked about it just a minute ago, and I, I was going to lead into this question. I know I've seen posts on it, and people are asking about uh, uh, proms and gr and graduation, and and you're you're just into this new phase of the shutdown through the end of the year you may not can answer this question uh but i did notice there was a post where somebody was talking about pos the possibility of maybe doing th some of these events later on have you tackled that challenge yet yes we have we, we were our administrative staff came together on friday uh virtually a couple of us were live the rest of us through uh, virtual means and then monday we came back and met together as a group making sure we kept our social distance and those meetings were dedicated uh, to going about how are we going to close the remainder of the year and what, what, what we're going to do, going back to our theme and the motto that I gave you earlier, we're going to do everything in our power to preserve as many of those activities that we can while making sure that we conform uh, with the guidelines that the state, the Department of Public Health and the State Department of Education has given us. And what we're, especially as it relates to the class of 2020, because they don't get another chance. This is their one chance. And we've, 
what we did, we made a list of everything that they're going to miss for the remainder of the year. And then we looked at what, how could we still give them these opportunities to get to have these events. And I'm going to give you a few examples of what we're going to do. One big event is the academic banquet, and another being the commencement or what people are growing up called CAPI. We're going to do those as a virtual program. And what our goal is to make those is is to get the same format. We'll have speakers, we'll have teachers present. The students will just not be there. And we're going to do that virtually. We're going to, we're going to put a link out. It'll get closer to that date through YouTube, and you'll get to go watch. And I know that won't be the same, but at least they will get recognized. So we will do that. And uh, so we're, that, that's how we're going to do that. And as far as the, uh, another two big events is the prom and the uh, graduation. And what we're doing on that is we're just praying that things will get better and we could have that sometime later in the summer, whether that be maybe the end of June, July, or whatever. you got to get it done before school starts next year. We're just hoping and praying that things get better and that we will be able to have the prom and the graduation. But those that's to be determined. And, and the graduation thing, you know, I've noticed a lot of colleges and universities, you know, they're combining their their what they would t normally call their spring graduation with their fall graduation next December. That's not really an option in, in the high schools. And as you said, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity or an achievement for these young students to go through is is that graduation because uh, everybody calls it the walk. You know, I want to walk. And uh, that's so important. So I, we're glad to, I'm glad you could clear a little bit of that up uh, for us as well. Uh, they, they talk about, uh, and, and folks, as you hear the car in the background, <laughs> Mr. Markham and I are doing this interview. We are practicing social distancing. We are doing this on the telephone. And Mr. Markham is getting his steps in. But uh, and now he's getting attacked by dogs. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, a beautiful day to go off. Yeah, ab absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's a perfect day. The temperature about sixty-eight degrees outside. So, yeah, uh, we uh, uh, a couple of other things want to want to touch on real quick, and and they're they're calling for the peak in Alabama in, in about two weeks, and so in two or three weeks we're gonna we're gonna see a difference, and and I know everybody, and and I read today where the committee for football is talking about what they're going to do. How much uh, involvement do you have on any committees in the state, uh, or what can you tell the people that uh, are looking out for football season next this coming fall? Uh, not, not really. I'm, I'm not on that. Coach Strain actually represents us on the football committee, so we're well represented by him. And uh, but, and I talked to him just briefly yesterday because they did have a virtual meeting yesterday themselves. And the short answer: nobody likes it. Nobody knows. Right. No, nobody knows. They, they don't know either. Uh, it, it's uh, just according to how quick this thing peaks, and you know, and one scary thing is they're starting to have conversations now that it might uh, uh, we might get a break in late spring or the summer, and then it come back in the fall. So uh, I, I don't know. It, that, that's not a good answer, and I wish I could give you a better one, but we don't know. Well, and but and the main thing, the main thing is we've got to make sure we look out for the safety of our kids and our, our, our coaches and our employees and the fans. That, that's what it comes down to. Nobody loves football any more than I do, and but the main thing will be taking care of our kids. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And uh, I, I, we've been talking about social distancing a lot, and I, I want to end this with uh, any any message that you would like to put out, not only to the students but to the general public. Uh, about social dis distancing and practices uh, during this unknown time. Yeah, this helps us. This is important, and it's so frustrating 
that when you've got some people that are not taking taking it serious enough and when i hear reports about these large gatherings or kids having parties or doing whatever uh that's just so frustrating because if we're if we want to have these events later on this year if we uh such as prom and graduation if we want to have football next year then we've got to we've got to stay home and don't don't go out unless you have to and and if 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 most people do that and a few don't, then that can destroy it for everybody. And we all got to be in this together. And that, that's uh, that's the one thing that we could do is, is stay home and follow those guidelines. You know, stay the six feet apart and wash your hands and, and do those things. But, but but you hear a story, you look on TV and you see people down at the beach. And but I know they've closed most of those now, I think. But but they were do, they shouldn't have been doing that two weeks ago. And we're going we're, we're going to reap that in, in the days to come and not only they're putting themselves in danger it's everybody they're associated with their, their grandparents their mother and daddy uh, their uncles their brothers and sisters by being selfish and that would be what i ask people to do just don't be selfish look out for someone else other than yourself and for kids to stay home and for parents to make sure they're staying home